The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Something that came up at, uh, at one of those uh, at that briefing yesterday. Uh, it's generating a lot of talk right across the province. It's called Support Our Students Alberta. Um, it is a parent student advocacy group and it launched an online list tracking K-12 schools with confirmed cases of COVID-19. Now, according to the organization, the number of schools with confirmed cases is updated as soon as it receives documentation from either the school or Alberta Health Services that a student or individual at the school has tested positive for COVID-19. But yesterday, there were questions about why SOS's number of schools with confirmed cases was high than the number being reported by AHS. Dr. Dina Hinshaw said there could be a couple of reasons for it. The site, the uh, Support Our Students site, is something that I'm aware of. And again, I would distinguish between the total number of cases that have been identified in an individual who is a part of a school community and those cases where after investigation it's identified that that person was in the school while they were infectious. So, for example, if you have a student in a school who became ill and went for testing but actually wasn't in the school for the two days prior to that illness onset, Um, Yes, there's a case in that school environment, but if they didn't acquire it in the school and they didn't transmit it or or couldn't have transmitted it into the school environment, um, it's not counted in those 11 schools that I'm speaking about. And again, to be clear, the 11 that that I'm speaking about today are those that Alberta Health Services has uh, indicated to us that they've followed up with their investigation. There could be additional schools that they are currently working on that they haven't reported yet to us. So I would uh, suggest that it's possible that there's there are a couple of um, reasons that that number could be higher than the number that I have. One is uh, a delay in reporting, and the other is that that site may actually be indicating all of the schools where there was a case uh, in that community, whether or not there's any risk of spread in that school. All right, so Dr. Hinshaw also said that they are working on a website of their own that will list all schools in Alberta where there are outbreaks of more than five cases of COVID-19 or schools with alerts in place. With respect to the request to have more regular reporting on schools, uh, we have committed and made clear in the requirements for school follow-up of cases that were infectious while in a school that a letter will go out as soon as possible to all parents and staff of that particular school uh, as soon as it's identified through the investigation that there were any exposures in that school environment. So parents absolutely would not be receiving this information through social media, that it would be a direct communication from the school to those parents and staff who should be the first to hear if there is a potential exposure in a school. Following that, what we are working on is a website that will have lists of all schools where there are outbreaks of more than five cases uh, and we are looking at adding some additional information around the schools that have alerts. Again, that's just where there is a single case that has been infectious. Now, now to be clear, that doesn't indicate that transmission has happened and in fact, the measures that are in place in school would ideally make that unlikely uh, but we are being quite cautious with respect to our approach in requiring students to stay home uh, if they've been uh, in have had the possibility 
possibility of being in close contact with that infectious case. Um, so we shouldn't confuse the being in a school while infectious with transmission in a school environment. Those are, are two very different things. So the website that we're working on will uh, provide information on the school alerts, the schools where there are two or more cases or where there is some early ident identification of transmission. And to be clear, we have no schools where that is the case right now. Uh, and then there will be, again, that listing of all the schools with outbreaks of five or more. And we are working to get that up and running very soon. So that was Dr. Dina Hinshaw yesterday. Again, you'll hear from her just after 3.30 news uh, this afternoon. Dr. Wing Lee is the communications director uh, for Support Our Students Alberta. Dr. Lee, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me back. It's a pleasure. All right. So why the need for the website that uh, and, and the tracker that you guys uh, that Support Our Students has put up? Yeah, so since the launch about a week ago, we set out to basically organize and compile all of the reports in one place so it's easily accessible and it paints a province-wide picture and an, it's an up-to-date fact-checked resource for parents and families in the province. So I, I'm guess again, why why the need for it? Do you not believe that uh, Alberta Health Services is doing a good enough job with the information that they're putting out right now? There is definitely an information gap uh, between what we hear from parents, that they want to know what's going on. And it's, the school is giving this communication to parents and it's signed off you know, from the authorities. Then we feel like, they think that's important to know, then we're going to put them all in one place so that people know and transparency is important during a crisis. And so, Do yes, to answer your question, there was a bit of a gap. And as you mentioned, there there are some delays with AHS, which Dr. Hinshaw uh, alluded to. And so we thought this is a this is a way for the the people to come to us and to share the information together. So, Dr. Lee, you, you talk about it being fact-checked, and that's what I wanted to know about. What what uh, criteria does um, a report have to go through to be go through before it gets put on your website? So, it has to be a media resource. So, some of these cases are being reported straight to the media uh, in local outlets and province-wide outlets. I'm talking about the mainstream outlets. Um, if it's coming from an individual who re who prefers to remain anonymous and keep their personal information confidential, we require uh, documentation from a principal signed with from the principal or the superintendent of the school division mm. on letterhead and or a letter directly from AHS. All right, so it is either from the media reports that have been confirmed through uh, HS or through schools or through uh, your work with confirming it with schools themselves. All right, I think that's uh, that's interesting. Uh, you know, what is interesting is, you know, uh, HS is reporting, what, 11 um, cases in, in, in schools or connected to a, to a school right now in the province. Um, on your website, um, the number is up around 30. Is that alarming to you? Right now, we are, I'm looking right at it, we are reporting 32. We have one school now with a second case. And it is alarming. And that's one of the um, reasons why we thought this was a good idea to put everything in perspective and have it all in one, at one place. So I think it comes down to 
what uh, Dr. Hinshaw alluded to was the delay, but the discrepancy in the threshold. So we are reporting any case. We do not claim these to be outbreaks. We, we quote directly or paraphrase very clearly from the actual communication. It's an individual with a case or it's a second individual with a case. And I think that uh, the CMOH might be trying to explain how their criteria is different. So she said it, it, they only counted if there was possibility of transmission, which is a bit confusing considering the evidence that we know about asymptomatic transmission. And if the school felt it was necessary to tell the parents, then that's the threshold mm-hmm. we're using. And Dr. Lee, I'm wondering if, um, you know, on both sides of this, I mean, Dr. Hinshaw talking about uh, maybe a bit of a delay, the possibility of a delay of information coming from HS before it gets to her or whatever, um, and then the information on your website. Are you, are you concerned um, on either end that this could be um, heightening fears or creating more tension or, um, you know, as much as I know that your website is, is very much, you're trying to make sure that the information information is out there is is there concern that it could be and again on both sides not just on the website that the way that this is being handled that it could be increasing fear and concern among parents and students i would rephrase that with saying the concern and fear are already there we hear from many 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 parents the concern has been there for months you know and this we hear from parents with lived realities of of being anxious and and that's normal right in in a crisis but we really believe that transparency is actually empowering i think information given to the citizens is empowering to help Mm -hmm. people make informed decisions and really we're not telling them anything that's not in the news and what Mm -hmm. what we're doing is compiling it some cases are slow to reach the news but we are basically this is a meta review right this is mm-hmm, putting mm-hmm. information in one spot so yeah so what is what is the impetus for the fear is it because we're painting a province-wide picture right if the if the province-wide picture is seems alarming then what's the reason for that that would be our question back yeah you know there, it's 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 a really good question too and uh i mean yeah there's uh <laughs> <laughs> there, there can be delays. We know that government sometimes doesn't move the the quickest, uh, right? And I know that a lot of people are going to your website, aren't they? We have thirty six thousand plus visits since the launch. Paid wow. visits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So the, um, so the demand was there. <laughs> Yeah, no, the, definitely the the demand is there because people are trying to find out information in in whatever way possible. Um, do you does your organization at all um, lost faith in the way that the government or the CMH uh, the CMOH is is handling this? We have many concerns. We have been trying to bring a lot of the our advocacy uh, out front and center. Our mandate is to engage the citizens, and we've heard from a lot of our advocates uh, that are in our team, they they have written letters. They have tried to convey their concerns to the government. We've seen protests, right? We've seen the protests come uh, in waves. And as school was getting started, we had parents take to the streets. So 
Yeah, I think collectively we hear from uh, our followers and uh, our, you know, on our social media channels that there is a disconnect and it's concerning parents. They want the information and they want the information given to them in one in one place that's easily digestible. And I think some government messaging is very can be confusing. Uh, Do- right, Dr. Dr. Lee, do you do you think that it's it's necessary that parents need to know all of the cases all the way across the province, or just about the cases in their kids' school? Well, let's remember that there is a lot of movement between regions. I think it's that's the reality of a highly mobile society. So we also know that some students go to schools outside of their communities of of uh, where where they live right so there is mobility within regions that i think it is helpful to know outside of your region we don't live why? in isolated why? islands why i think because of the mobility and we are mm. painting this the accuracy of what is happening in other regions yeah, I, I just, you know, it's interesting because I think there's, you know, there's a number of people also that would say that, you know, this is maybe, you know, you've got to balance information, right? But also there's, you know, a number of people right on my text line right now that would suggest that you're, that you're fear-mongering, that if there's, that if there's 32 reported cases across the province and there's thousands of schools, is that... Is that is that fair, right? Is it is it really as scary as what some people might be painting the picture as? Well, and that is really, I guess, up to the person that is mm-hmm. deciphering between the information. We don't we don't make any speculations. We don't say this is alarming or alerting. I don't see this any different as the regional maps uh, that AHS yeah. has. Right, we we look outside of our region because we live in a in a province. We don't we don't yeah. live just in our community. We shop in other communities. We travel, and so that is what we're just we're just putting all the reports in one place. Yeah, it's 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 just it's just interesting, and I I, I think I think in in one way it's because of a, a lot of us are just uh, nosy. We want we want to know this information, right? I wasn't necessarily a big fan uh, when AHS put uh, you know neighborhoods up on the website as well. I'm not sure that that uh, can lead to yeah. I, th- I was worried that it could lead to some bad situations. Uh, it doesn't seem like it has, um, but. Um, it has been interesting to see how this has all uh, come into come into play. What do you expect, Dr. Lee, and what does your organization expect two weeks from now, a month from now, when it comes to schools in this province? We we are going to monitor the situation as citizens and as advocates. I think there needs to be a pivot in the protocol calls that are being expressed. I think there is a lot of inconsistency in the messaging, as I mentioned before. And I think at some point we need to think, is this working? Is the, I guess, the guidelines that were set out, they they may sound good on paper. And and yes, it's, it's the recommendation, but, but we can assess the evidence before us. And there is no shame in in changing based on what we're seeing in the interest of protection of all children. And so 
I can't tell the future, but this definitely accelerated at a risk that I think exceeded expectations, even of people who have been monitoring this for months and understanding that there were a lot of months that the government had to set up different ways of reporting schools. And Dr. Hinshaw even mentioned yesterday, this is something that they want to do. They want to have a school tracker. So mm-hmm. that begs the question, so why haven't they? Dr. Lee, uh, I want to thank you once again for joining me this afternoon and uh, and, uh, and for a little bit of insight and background on uh, on the Support Our Students website and, and, the, and the case tracker there. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Well, thank you very much. Take care. Dr. Wing Lee joining me once again. You can find that website. It's uh, supportourstudents.ca. Uh, you know, Dr. Hinshaw talked yesterday about, you know, you know the, the discrepancy in, in numbers. Um, again, you heard Dr. Lee say they're, what, reporting 32 today, and we're, uh, Dr. Hinshaw was talking about 11 yesterday. Um, you know, the, the information getting to her can be delayed, that sort of thing. Um, and, and again, I think it is important to remember Remember, um, you know, you know whether it's a, it's a case they get it. Is it is it a, is a student or staff associated with a school? Was it a student or a staff member who was at the school? And again, Dr. Hinshaw saying that there had been no cases of uh, a transmission uh, within the school so far. Anyway, it's a, it's an interesting it's interesting, eh? Um, you know, people want to know the information. Is putting that information out there on a website run by someone other than the government or Alberta Health Services, is that the way to go? You know, Dr. Hinshaw saying they are getting ready and they are putting together that website. They're working on it. Anyway, it'll be interesting again to see how this continues to fall out over the next uh, couple of weeks uh, without a doubt.